Yeah, Howard, first of all, what what are your uh, general thoughts about this latest Ed Sheeran case then? Is this uh, is this one of many? Um, as you say, it's, it is the latest. It's not the first case. There have been two cases that we know about. Um, the first one um, was um, um, in 2017. Um, he settled out a court. He had a track called Photograph, um, which it was alleged copied a chorus of Matt Cardle's song amazing and that settled out of court so we don't know actually what would have happened had it have gone fully to trial uh, but last year he won a case um where someone accused um two guys called sam chokri and ross o'donnell who uh, had a song called oh why uh and they accused him of copying their song in his song shape of you uh, and he won on that one so um difference here though is it's in the states and it's a trial by jury which may throw an additional uncertainty uh, into the proceedings. And it is US copyright law, um, not UK, although fundamentally the law is the same. Yeah, I was wondering about that. So it, is the law very clear on what constitutes copying a song or could a jury just have a gut feel and think, yeah, it sounds a bit like it, I, th- I think he's copied it? I, th- I think partially the problem may be with, obviously, um, uh, advocates um, the, the lawyers on both sides are normally trying to influence a judge, um, a judge that's probably expert in copyright law. Uh, here we have jurors who can, as, as we know in, in any trial by jury, uh, take to the side of one particular lawyer, uh, one particular witness. So that makes it uncertain. But in terms of the law, um, the law's the same, really. Uh, essentially, everyone's got to remember that copyright means it must be copied um, and the jury will be asked to infer that in the circumstances it was copied. Um, if Ed Sheeran was to come up with a song that sounded like another song but hadn't copied it, um, then it wouldn't be a copyright infringement. It's not an absolute um, monopoly. So what they're going to be trying to demonstrate is that he did copy it. So when we say copy, is it just a melody line? Is it the main tune itself? Or could you say, well, you've copied the the chord progressions or even the the style of a song? Yeah, I mean, that's one of the things that's going to be argued here, because in court um, uh, earlier this week, um, the the, the suggestion was um, from Ed Sheeran's team that the, um, the, 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 the Let's Get It On uh, Marvin Gaye song uh, has the same chords as Thinking Out Loud, uh, but then so many, many other songs. I think they quoted the Beatles' I Feel Fine and Elton John's Crocodile Rock. Um, and so his lawyers, and this is what I think won him the case against um, Ed, Ed, Ed Matt Cardle's song, was that there's no monopoly in these chords and loads and loads of people, loads of artists and songwriters come up with these chords. Um, what um, the Townsend family, and it's Ed Townsend that, that co-wrote Let's Get It On With Marvin Gaye, what they're going to try and demonstrate is there's more to it than chords. Uh, there's a top-line melody and there's an instrumental accompaniment. And I think the allegation is that the instrumental accompaniment is so similar that... It's not the monopoly on the chords. It's that the instrumental accompaniment is what you copied. So is there a scientific test that you could put it through to see how many notes and how many chords and whether it constituted the same? Or or is it uh, much more subjective than that then when it comes to court? 
I think under our copyright law, and I would be surprised if it's different in the States, um, the copying can be um, either quantitatively or qualitatively an infringement, um, but it must be substantial, but it can be substantial in the sense if it's qualitatively, if you think, for instance, of a baseline of Jumping Jack Flash by the Stones, um, few notes, but very, very distinctive, um, many, many songs, not many notes, but so distinctive that it would be unusual if you came up with those on your own. There's no scientific um, formula. The musicologists, these are the guys that will testify in court for both of the parties, um, will argue, um, Ed Sheeran's um, a musicologist, uh, expert witness, will argue that um, you know these similarities are present in many, many songs, um, and therefore, you know, it's ridiculous to suggest copying, uh, whereas um, the Townsend family's lawyer uh, will, as I say, point to this top, uh, this, this instrumental accompaniment and saying that's so similar and that isn't commonplace. And, and Ed Sheeran said previously there are only so many notes, there's only 12 notes and tw 22 million songs a year, I think he said. So it's inevitable that there will be coincidences and that's what, this is but others have come out you know a concert pianist came out this week and said that uh, even 10 notes got billions of permutations so it's how persuasive um the advocates and the musicologists for both sides will be on the jury right i see so it's not just that it sounds like it but that there's got to be some intense there you've you've got to persuade people that it was actively well, copied well also he's there's this shot himself in the foot argument, which um, you, you may have read about, which he's, he, he played at a concert where he mashed up, as he put it, or segued, uh, thinking out loud with Let's Get It On. Um, when this was put to him uh, by the uh, lawyers acting for the Townsend family, he said, well, I'd have been an idiot to do that, wouldn't I, if I'd have copied it. The fact that I did it, um, I did it with impunity. Um, that song existed. I wrote a song. Turns out they're both similar, so I was able to segue one into the other. If I'd have copied it, I'd have never done that, would I? Which is interesting. I suppose, as you say, the, the, there must be some chance of accidentally composing something that's almost identical to somebody else. Yeah, um, uh, um, uh, or, or I do wonder whether you could just be sort of subconsciously... I mean, if you asked me to write a song now... I probably would end up using bits of songs that I know. Well, there's two, there's two interesting examples of that. One is um, for some of the older listeners who, who may remember um, George, uh, George Harrison's My Sweet Lord. Oh, yeah. And he, he was sued by the writers of He's So Fine by the Chiffons, which was umpteen years earlier. They were so similar that Harrison's lawyers, and probably he himself, said... I must have copied it. I really did not intend to copy it, but it must have been subliminal. It must have been at the back of my mind. Another sort of Beatles anecdotal story is when Paul McCartney wrote yesterday, it was so beautiful that he said, I must have copied it from someone. And, uh, you know, according to his recent book, he asked the other Beatles and said, does this sound familiar? Because it's so beautiful. Hmm. I can't believe that I came up with it. Um, but he did. And with George Harrison, I think everyone accepted that, you know, the sort of person he was, he wouldn't have um, obviously intentionally copied it. And as you say, you could write a song tonight that um, you think's original and somebody comes along and says it isn't. But it, there's still a burden of proof, which is 
which is copying. And and, and in the the, the case that um, that um, that Etienne won um, on the shape of you against this case called OY, because that particular song wasn't very well known, his lawyers were able to argue it's unlikely he even heard it. So there's all these arguments, but of mm. course with a song as was well known as Let's Get It On With Marvin Gaye, uh, I, I think that Ed Sheeran's lawyers would be hard pressed to say he'd never heard it in his life. And do songs these days go through legal checks? Would would, would a, uh, a, I don't know, record label or a music company um, be, be checking on this sort of thing now? I don't think they do. I think what is unusual though in this case is Often songwriters, publishers, record companies settle these things out of court. Um, there'll be a claim and they'll say, look, guys, to get the lawyers involved is ridiculous. You say I copied this, you, you know, our writer copied this. We don't think he did. What do you think the part that you say he pinched is worth? So, so they'll argue it out. Now, with in these days of AI, uh, mm. I would imagine you could do that. But, it, but if it's true, as Ed Sheeran uh, argued, um, in his case last year, that there are 60,000 songs released every day on Spotify, if that's true. I'm not sure it would be a particularly worthwhile process, and I think you'd find lots and lots and lots of similarities, and I'm not sure, you know, AI could certainly speed it up, but it would still go down to the copying at the end of the day. And I presume the reason people make these claims, they're going to do it against Ed Sheeran because there's, there's money to be made if you win. Yeah, they do. Um, and, and he's, you know, he said, you know, his words, it's damaging to the songwriting industry. There's only so many notes, et cetera, et cetera. And of course, you know, cynics uh, could say, you know, certainly in the case of the the, 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 the the song last year, this OY by Sammy Chocolate and Ross O'Donoghue, only, you know, it was quite an underground hit and uh, it gives them a bit of publicity and, and, and money as well. In this case, I'm not sure. I've no idea of the value of uh, Marvin Gaye's estate uh, or, or, or the assets of Ed Townsend, who was the co-writer of um, the family. Um, but I'm, you know, it's hard to say whether it's um, really chasing the money. And if it was a lesser-known songwriter, they wouldn't bother. Or they have been convinced by their lawyers that it's it's worth taking. Also, we don't know the circumstances. You know, litigators. In the States, often it's what's called a no-win, no-fee. So it could be they're not even paying the lawyers, and, but if they win, um, the, 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 the lawyer will take a bigger cut than he or she otherwise would have done. So we don't know the circumstances, but yes, it's true to say that if somebody would go to um, a, a lawyer like me uh, and say, um, you know, I believe so-and-so stolen my song, and the question we'll first ask is, well, who is this? person and you know we would look at possibly we'd do some research you know how well known is this song was it on spotify playlist what's it worth um so i think it's certainly true to say that it's because it's ed sheeran um that certain um claimants will have a pop which they wouldn't have done if it was somebody that wasn't well known and pretty well off